Discover how you can live a glorious and supernatural life through the teachings of Reverend Dr. Kwaja Bwatenbempa. Reverend Dr. Kwaja Bwatenbempa is the senior pastor and visioneer of Holy Hill Chapel, Assemblies of God. An anointed, energetic, and practical teacher, this servant of God will inspire you with practical teachings of the Word of God that will inspire, refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body, soul, and spirit. Now to today's message. Hallelujah. How many of us believe that Jesus can work miracles in our lives? Wow, that's wonderful. By the grace of God, God has worked so many miracles through our father, Reverend Dr. Kwejo Bwatemember. Today, two of these people who have received miracles by the hands of our father are here to share their testimonies with you. Revelation chapter 12 verse 11 says that we overcome through the word of their testimony. So as they are about to share their testimony, please be attentive, listen to it, appreciate the testimony, understand it, and believe that God will do the same thing for you. Amen. Please let's invite Sister Judith to come and share her testimony. I thank God for this amazing testimony, and I thank my father, Reverend Dr. Bempa, for this opportunity. So I wrote OASI in 2019, and when I checked my results, I had E8 in mathematics. So following year, I registered again, and then I wrote again. Around that same time, someone invited me for service at Holy Hill Chapel, so I went. And then since then, I started visiting the church. So in 2020, November, a testimony of a gentleman was shared. He had supernatural change of greed. And that day, I was unfortunate to be at the service. So I keyed into it. And then I believed God for a change in mind too. So that very day, when I went home, I listened to that particular testimony on the church's podcast. I listened to it over and over again. So one night, I had a dream, and then I saw my father, Reverend Dr. Bempa, in my dream. He was in a white suit, and I joyfully went to him and told him I had written my wasi again, and this time around, I had C in mathematics. By then, I didn't have faith, so I didn't yearn for an A. I just said, oh, anything that comes is okay, so C is okay. So when... Um, the results came some weeks after. Lo and behold, my dream has manifested in the physical realm. So the following year, I went for an anointing service, and then I wrote the university that I wanted to go to, and then the course that I wanted to study, and then I added a seat to it, and then I laid it on the altar. Then the following week again, I sowed another seed again. That was two days close to the deadline of admissions. And as of then, admissions were out, but I still hadn't gotten admission. And it was two days to the deadline. So I still had faith and I was believing in God. Lo and behold, on the day of the deadline, 10 o'clock p.m. in the evening, I received my admission. And I thank God for this amazing testimony. I wrote Wasi and then I failed. By then, I didn't have the chance to meet our father, Reverend Dr. Bempa. But today, you are so privileged and you are lucky here to be under the ministration of my father, Reverend Dr. Bempa. I want you to seize this opportunity 
and have faith in God that he will also do the same thing in your life as how he did for me. Steady heart and pray, and God will give you a turnaround testimony. Thank you. Wow. Let's welcome Brother Prince. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Papa, thank you so much for the opportunity. So, my name is Ajay Prince, and by the special grace of God, I was able to come out with a good grace 2019. But here lies the case in my family. There is a cycling. Whenever you complete SHS, you can't further up again. So I found myself to be in Accra, and I met somebody called Holy Lila, meaning a member of our church. And this person introduced me to the church. 2019, I became born again. So fast forward, 2021, two years later, I further had a conference called Vision Conference. And one of the nights, it was alongside prayers and fasting, so our father was preaching and he said, this family bondage spells that you think nobody can break in your family, but the special grace of God, you can break it. So all of a sudden, I was with my boss, but he has left. So I was the one controlling one of the mixes. And I felt something moving from my left side. And when I went home that night, I prayed the whole night. And when I was coming, the Spirit of the Lord instructed me that I should have a short snapshot of my results, the one I betted before I came to Accra. And I did it. So when I came, I was, I, was, I was on the distance, on my duty post as a security guard. And I was praying in tongues. I was going and coming. And all of a sudden, I fell, I fell asleep and I had a vision. And in the vision, when my eyes was about to open, one of the people I found in the vision told me that I should have a seed and sow to my spiritual father, which is our father here. And... Um, it was my last money. That was 200 Ghana CDs. I quickly rushed to ADB where I have saved it. It was all my money. And I checked up to the nearest Forest Bureau area. And I moved the money from 200 Ghana CDs to $32. When I was coming as a security guard, my last money, I was contemplating. Should I give? Don't give. Should I give? Don't give. So later, I, um, I gave it. And even when I was about to give it, um, when I placed the money inside... Initially, they said, this woman I have been packing as a security guard for almost three years. The woman called me and she was like, boy, why are you doing this security job? And I said, mama, please, I've completed school. And in my family, there is a cycling. And when you finish SHS, you can't go. And the woman told me that if somebody is ready to farm my education, would I be very, very happy? And I said, oh, yes, mama. So she told me that why shows I'm serious. If I'm serious, I should bring my results. And if I'm serious, everywhere I go, my results will be with me. And remember, when I was going to the, the, to the, to the job, my, my, the, spirit, the Spirit instructed me to have a shot. And I was able to show it to the woman, and she said, wow. She asked me to apply, and I bought a form and applied. One time, a um, few months later, I was there. I checked my phone, and I find out that I've been admitted into the University of Ghana. And... and and you, you, could, you could trace my story. Um, you will see that this is the doing of the Lord. Where was this woman when I had not met my father? Where was this woman when the seed, the seed I sowed to Papa hadn't been sown? Um, tonight we are here. All you need to do is to believe. You know, sometimes your academic will take you far. But you get to a point, you need the supernatural. Thank God you are here. If I had met Papa when I was in secondary school, 
my life and destiny wouldn't have been what it went through. So thank you so much. And may the Lord bless you as you believe. Papa, thank you so much. For thank you, Jesus. They both had no hope until they met our Father, Reverend Dr. Kajobuatimepa. Today you are sitting under his ministration. I pray that you receive the same. Laboni Senior High, lift your voice, give Jesus some praise. Oh, I can feel you in this place. Give him a shout of praise. And tell somebody that this is the moment. Tell another person this is the moment. We have our Father in our midst. And he's ready to minister the word of the Lord. Now, according to John 1, 6, it said that there was a man who was sent from heaven. Who was sent. And tonight, God has sent our Father in our midst. And as you sit under his ministration, I don't know whatever issue you have. But before it's all over, God would have visited you. Clap your hands and celebrate Jesus. So we thank God for the love of our father, Reverend Dr. Kujobuate Bempa. And as we minister, he's going to come and it's going to be a blessing. Are you ready? Someone, are you ready? I can't feel you. Are you ready? Let's do it. It goes like this. See the way you love me. See the way you care for me. Say. Carry my matter for your head, oh. Eat and Like a little baby. Like a little baby. Come on. You watch over me, oh. You know they carry me, they play, oh. Eat and Let me say. Ah. 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 Hey! 
Jesus, wherever you are. I want the choir to sing this song. It will not be long, we will be going home. It will not be long, we will be going home. It will not be long. How many of you know there is heaven and there is hell? Help me sing. It won't be long, say. It won't be long. Solemn song. We believe in here.
lift your hands to Jesus wherever you are Father we thank you we honor you we bless you for La Bonnie Secondary School what a blessing thank you for our headmaster thank you for all the teachers thank you for house mistresses and house masters we thank you for every student we thank you for the opportunity to be here to share with our brothers and sisters the word of God Holy Spirit Talk to us, change us, and try. And prepare us for your second coming. In the name of Jesus, we pray with thanksgiving. And let somebody shout a tenderous hallelujah. Take your seat and be very quiet. I want you to listen to me. Whilst I'm preaching, those of you who need miracles, miracles will be happening to you. Now, today I want to bring you a message. When I was coming... Most of my messages have to do with miracles. But when I was coming, the Lord said to me, carry this special message for everyone in Laboni Secondary School. And the title he gave me is that you must avoid hell by all means. Tell your friend, you must avoid hell by all means. No, you are saying it as if you are sleeping. I can't hear those of you on my left side and on my right side. I want to hear everybody, including those hiding in the dormitories, turn to somebody and say, you must avoid hell by armies. Now, I know most of us in school, every weekend there is a church service. Sometimes when they even call you, you run away, you hide somewhere. Others are singing in the school. There is nobody here who have never heard the message about Jesus. But the question is, how many people are serious about their walk with God? Many people think that life is a joke. What you don't know is that one day you'll be in this school and the heavens will be open and it will be over. Jesus told us that he is going and he will come back. And so you must be prepared every day of your life. Some of you have very good plans. One day I'll become a professor. One day I'll become a doctor. We are praying for you. But until that day comes, in case the rapture happens right now, are you prepared to remain on campus or you are going to make it to heaven? A lot of young people think it is my choice. If I like, I will serve God. If I don't like, I'm going to do whatever I like. But whichever choice you make, there are consequences for that choice. Psalm 55 verse 15 says, Let death seize upon them and let them go down quick into hell. So hell is a place people are going every day. For their wickedness, for wickedness is in their dwelling and amongst them. So wherever people are living in wickedness, sinning, doing things that are against the word of God, this scripture tells us that they will go to hell. When people hear about hell, they are laughing. They say, oh, whatever. It may not be true. It may be true. Everything the Bible says is true. All of us are here. Some of you are science students. And they are telling you that for you to be a mature child, you stay in your mother's room for nine months. It is not biology that taught us that. It's in the Bible. It's the Bible that told us that a woman will be pregnant for nine months. 
As for science, they just came to discover it. So every human being that is sitting here, if you believe that one, that a woman is going to be pregnant after nine months and give birth, which is in the book of Genesis, then every other thing in the Bible you must believe. And this Bible speaks about a place called hell. And it's telling us that people are going there. There are only two places. We have heaven for those who believe in Jesus and we have hell for those who rejected Jesus. Truth be told, words cannot correctly and accurately describe the horrors of hell. That's why Jesus came to die. He did not just come so that if you like, believe. If you don't like, you don't believe. He came to stop you on your way to hell. Many people have caught a glimpse of hell. Some have been there. Some have. The Bible says in 400 places, there are 400 scriptures that describe hell. So you must be mindful as you live every day not to end up in hell. What did Jesus himself say about hell? In Luke chapter number 16, verse 19 to 31, Jesus told us that there was a certain rich man. The man was clothed in purple. Let me read that scripture so that you won't say that the man of God, when he came, he didn't read the Bible. Luke chapter 16. And we are going to be reading from verse 19. It's a very, very powerful scripture because this one, Jesus himself is talking. The one that created the world. He said there was a certain rich man clothed in purple and fine linen and fell sumptuously. In other words, the man lived well. Every afternoon he was taking lunch at Kempinski Hotel. If he doesn't go to Kempinski, he will go to Moving Peak. If he doesn't go to Moving Peak, he's going to Tang Hotel. These are top, 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 top hotels in the city. If he doesn't go there, he's going to go to Labadi Beach Hotel. The man was eating good food. The Bible said he was feeding sumptuously. This rich man and there was another beggar called Lazarus, full of sores, who laid at his gate, desiring to be fed of crown which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the doors came and licked up his sores. So it was that the beggar died and was carried by angels to Abraham's bosom. Now pay attention now. I'm reading from the New King James. The beggar died and he was carried by angels to Abraham's bosom. Abraham's bosom is the place called paradise. It is a waiting place for people who believe in Jesus. It is like a lounge, a very nice lounge that God has prepared as a waiting place for people who believe in Jesus. The poor man didn't have money. He didn't have cars. He was not living in East Legon or Laboni where rich people live. Probably the poor man was living in a place like Choco, Choco, very close to the sea. Where all they know is cake and fish every day, morning till evening. The man was struggling. His children were struggling to pay their school fees. But one thing about this poor man was that he had something that the rich man didn't have. Even though the man was poor, he had Jesus. He received Jesus. He was a man that served God. And that is all that matters in this place. That is all that matters in life. So when the poor man died, angels came. Not doctors, not nurses, not people that work in the mortuary. 
Angels came and carried this poor man. And the Bible said they sent him to paradise. But look at what happened to the other man. In describing the life of two people. And all those two people are here today sitting in front of me. You are either on the left or you are either on the right. Whether you are a teacher, whether you are a headmaster, headmistress, housemistress, house auntie or granny. It doesn't matter your title. Whether you are a science student, math student, accounting student, art student, you fall into this category. Either you are on the side of the rich man or you are on the side of the poor man. The poor man died and he was carried to Abraham's bosom. And the rich man also died and was buried. Now, this describes two places. The poor man was carried. When you carry people, you lift them up. Which means that the poor man died and he went up. When you are buried, you bury down. And then the rich man was buried beneath. So the poor man went up to heaven. And the rich man went to the center of hell. People will say, what is the location of hell? Hell is in the center of the earth. When you draw the earth, the world map, the location of hell is in the center. Goes deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And the heat in hell is 12,000 times the heat of burning fuel. And that is where sinners will go. So don't tell me you are a sinner. Don't tell me you have nothing to do with church. Because you don't know. But today I will show you 12 things about hell. So you decide where you want to go. You want to be a lesbian forever? Continue. You want to be a gay? Continue. You want to be a thief? Continue. But as you are continuing, be aware that the end result is that you end up in a place where you may never like to be. So when these two people died, the Bible said the poor man lifted up his eye. He was in Abraham's bosom. 23. But the rich man being in torment in Hades, lifted up his eye and saw Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Then he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. Send Lazarus that he may dip the in water and cool my tongue. For I am tormented in this flame. So the place was burning. But Abraham said, my son, remember that in your lifetime, you received good things and likewise Lazarus, evil things. But now he is comforted and now you are tormented. If you die without Jesus, you will be tormented. If you die with Jesus, you will be comforted. Then he said, besides all this, there is a very big gulf between us. Those who are in hell cannot pass, cross over to paradise. And those who are in paradise cannot cross over to the other side. Then, the rich man asks one important request. Today, because of the request of the rich man, that's why I'm here. The rich man told Abraham, please, I have only one request. It's not about my caste. It's not about my degrees. 
It's not about my houses in London and Dubai and Cincinnati and all these places. But one request. He said, I beg you therefore, Father, that you will send Lazarus to my father's house. I have five brothers that he may testify to them. Least they also come to this place. Abraham said to him, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, no, Father Abraham. But if somebody goes to them from the dead, they will repent. But Abraham said to him, if they do not hear the Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded if someone even comes from the dead. Now, those of you who have been to a rich man's funeral before, one day I was passing in front of the parliament house and I saw people coming from funeral. Eh? The package of meat pie and donut and different types of rings. It's like a potomanto. When they lift one package and they give you, you carry it like this as you are going home. What is inside? Food. Donut. This. This. I said, what is happening here? They said, rich man have died. And I saw different kinds of musicians. I don't want to mention their names. You know them. Every kind of musician was there. They were playing all kinds of music. Maybe Kobyonji was around the corner. Me want to buy and come into my consulate. Or don't call him, yo. Me want to buy and come into Zampel to probe. Me to my call, don't you? People were dancing. And then the other guys also came. People were jumping in the place. They were sharing champagne, whiskey. Six feet tall. Big, big, big people have come to the funeral. All the politicians were there. You know, when a rich man died, you see all kinds of people. Everybody was at the funeral. But what they didn't know, that the man they were celebrating his funeral, at that same time was in hell. Being tormented. You see, nobody knows you better than yourself. Maybe you were even a member of the choir when they were singing. But if you die today, where will you spend eternity? It's a question only you can answer. Maybe even you are a pastor's child, you are here. Or you are an imam's son. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Ask yourself, if you die tonight, if Jesus come tonight, if something happens and you are no more, where will you spend eternity? These two people, one went to hell and one went to heaven. And what is in hell? You see, people don't know, so they are joking. Oh, when we go to hell, there will be Bob Marley. Bob what? Even your guitar will not follow you. When a man dies without Christ, he goes to hell. I give you 12 descriptions about hell. Number one. It is a place of everlasting torment. You'll be tormented day and night. Even as you came to school, they give you gary small. You say you are tired. They give you a great small. You are tired. Coco Sakura, you are tired. But hell is a place, no food, no water. According to Matthew chapter 25, verse 46, the Bible said they will be tormented day and night without end. Why are they going to be tormented? Because hell is a place filled with demons. Wicked demons. 
and they will laugh at you foolish girl you have allowed us to deceive you when the pastors were coming from the school and they were preaching you didn't listen to them you say you are the devil's darling girl darling girl welcome to the place of torment men will be tormented day and night luke 16 23 tells us the man needed just not a cup of water a drop the poorest man in ghana can buy pure water no matter how poor you are at least even water if you are looking for water somebody can give you free water but there is a place where not a cup of water a drop of water becomes very expensive you will not even get water to drink are you thinking right do you think life is a joke all the people you have seen them die where did they go hell is a place of everlasting torment the bible said the rich man woke up in torment he was being tormented number two hell is a place of waterless environment nobody drinks water in hell i don't think there is anybody here who have not drank water today science is even telling us if you don't drink water after three days you will die can you imagine being in a place one year two years three years no water no water you'll be dehydrated no water your system will give up and yet you cannot die luke 16 24 the, the abraham said you are looking for a drop of water here there is no water so everybody that goes to hell is going to suffer in a waterless environment and some of you are students they told you almost 70 percent of your body is full of water now you are in a place one man no water two man and you will not be there for one year you'll be there from everlasting to everlasting so you will be a fool to live on this earth and tell us you are chilling whilst you are going to hell where you'll be tormented forever and ever i pray for everybody hearing me that you will never end up in hell touch your neighbor and say i pray for you you i pray for you number three hell is a place infested with worms you know some of you are that the beast children you've never been in the village before in the village there is a toilet called wheaten you hang on it like that and then once you are dropping the droppings you hear maggots maggots everywhere the bible says i'm not the one saying it in mark 9 44 hell is a place full of maggots and snakes and crawling insects they are going to move over your body from your nose from your ears forever you'll be hearing some of you when you even go to toilet that have not been clean you you can't toilet but this is a place where everybody whether you are the president you are the vice president you are an mp or dp when you go to hell you have no identity maggots are going to come out of you the bible said their worms never die and those maggots, you can't kill them. They don't die. They will torment you. And you will be like rotting meat. Because it is only rotting meat that maggots come out of. Look at how beautiful you are sitting there. And suddenly maggots are coming from your nose. 
Magos are coming from your ears. Magos are coming from your anus. Magos are coming from everywhere. And they are on your nose. And some of my beautiful guests, we will not see your beauty. You will look like maggot beauty. Anybody that goes to hell. So people don't, some people are saying, oh, when I go to hell, I will see Peter Toss. Peter who? Maggots will cover your body. Nobody will even know. This is my classmate. This is my area mate. Because everybody that goes to hell, you'll be a bundle of maggots. And then number four, it's a place without sleep, without rest. This is even what I'm afraid of. Nobody here can survive three days without sleeping. If you live three days without sleep, you'll fall off on the street. But those that go to hell, the Bible says they will never rest. Revelation 14, 10 and 11. No sleep, no rest. Some of you, as we just down small, you have started sleeping. Your body wants to rest. But this is a place where nobody ever sleeps. I don't think since you came to school, every night you sleep. Some of you, even in the morning, when they are teaching mass, you are sleeping. Well, your body is tired. And when the body gets tired, it wants to rest. But if you go to hell, it's a place of total restlessness in a place without sleep. Think about it. There is trouble ahead of us. That's why preachers upon preachers are coming. Last time I saw Prophet Addison. Pastors are coming. You have other pastors from Methodist Church, from Anglican Church, from wherever. The same message, the same Bible, preaching and preaching. Don't be a student. So, chapel, they have a do entertainment. So, I'm not reading. Who say, Go, Sagonatosa? Who say, Go, Sagonatosa? Who say, Go, Sagonatosa? You are not cold. You are not hot. Tell your friend, be warm. 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 Number five. Hell is a place of unquenchable fire. I don't know many of you here that fire has touched your hands before. It's a place where human beings are going to literally burn. Matthew 13, 49 to 50 says that. And they will burn. It's a place. It's a hot place. It's a place where people actually burn. I don't know how many of you heard about the World Trade Center, Osama Bin Laden. Who have heard about the World Trade Center when Osama Bin Laden took some bombs and bombed the World Trade Center? September 11. I remember that day I was with my spiritual father and we were discussing he was about to go to America. And somebody called and I said, what the news? Ah, we, we turned on the news. America was in flames. Ah, people were shaking. That thing changed the world forever. Security system changed. They flew some Islamic bombers took over the planes. I think there were three planes. They directed one to Pentagon and then they directed one to another place and they directed this one to the World Trade Center. Had 5,000 people inside that building. When I went to America, I saw a monument they have built and they listed all the people that died. And when I checked the list, there were Ghanaians inside. Every type of personality was inside. The two planes went and hit the twin towers. And the towers came down. Why? Because of aviation fuel. And we are told the heat that burned the World Trade Center was 2,000 degrees. 2,000 degrees. But the 2,000 degrees heat can burn any human being in 15 seconds into ashes. 
We can't see you anymore. You are turned into ashes. The heat that burned the World Trade Center is 2,000 degrees. But look at the comparison. The heat in hell is 12,000 degrees. So that is what we are about to face. Your little, little disobedience. Your little stealing of somebody's sardine. Your little, little gossiping. Even though you are a thief, you are not even a proper thief. All you steal is somebody's pen and somebody's textbook. If you don't live that kind of life, you are going to one day be burned in fire. That is 12,000 degrees Celsius. And look at the irony. It's not that you are burning to end. The burning never ends. You are, it is repeated over and over and over because people that go to hell don't burn into ashes. The action is repeated just to punish you. Man of God. So how can God create hell? Hell was not created for human beings. It was created for the devil and his angels according to Matthew 24, 31. He said hell was created for the devil and his angels. The angels are the demon. Lift your hand and say, I am not a demon. I didn't hear those of you at the back. I said, lift your hand and shout and say, I am not a demon. And so I am not going to hell. So if you think the description I'm describing is too much, hell wasn't created for you. If you allow the devil to deceive you, to live in sin, to live in disobedience, not to go to church, and you are doing all kinds of things. You are in a school. You are a lesbian. You are in the school. You are practicing pornography. You are in the school. You are doing all kinds of evil. You will one day end up in hell. And because of the heat in hell, people scream. You scream. It's a place of deafening and the scream of other people will block your ears. It's not a small thing as some people are playing. Sometimes a pastor is preaching, you see people jumping all over, misbehaving. Now when you can't misbehave, you only misbehave. We used to go to the real secondary school. My God. Today the school is so sophisticated. In our days, when the Jack Torontos appear, but today, most of the people playing buffoonery in the school have become born again. Tonight, you must be born again and avoid hell by armies. Number six, hell is a place of terrible order. You can't breathe there. I don't know how many of you have seen a dead body before. The saint. Hell is a place of extreme stench because demons, they smell. Revelation 18 2 says that demons have foul smell. They smell like rotten meat. And that is going to be what you are going to breathe in. Number seven, hell is a place airless and airtight. Nobody breathes in hell. Everybody in hell breathes like a fish taken out of water. You breathe like an asthmatic patient. Why? Because, you see, as we are sitting here, the reason why all of you are very quiet is because there is good air breeze. So you don't hear people breathing, but they are breathing. But if they bring hell atmosphere right now, this is what everybody <laughs> Nobody can, everybody will be jumping like a fish. Because the place is filled with the atmosphere, the air in hell is called burning sulfur. 
And do you know what a burning sulfur is? Like a car tie that is being burnt. That's the fumes that are filled. Hell. So everybody in hell cannot get this type of good breeze you are breathing and you are feeling. And some of you, it is even almost blowing you into sleep. Hell is a place of burning sulfur. No air. The fumes there is sulfur dioxide. If you are assigned to them, go and find out what sulfur dioxide is. Isaiah 42, 5. There is a place where nobody can breathe. How many of you now I'm in number seven? How many of you want to go to hell now? No air to breathe. Some of you say you have asthma. You have not seen the rare asthma. You try and go to hell. The place is filled with burning fumes. Every wise person here must avoid hell. And number eight, it's a place of total thick pitch black darkness. In hell, you can touch the darkness. It is so dark that the darkness looks like a cloth. You can cut it. Some of you have not seen darkness. Exodus 10, 21 talks about the darkness in hell. You may like to touch your own eyes and you will see it. The place is dark because hell has no light. Why? Jesus is the light of the world. And since Jesus is outside hell, nobody ever see light in hell. The only time you can see light in hell is when somebody is taken there to go and see how the people are suffering. And then there's a little, little flash of light. You say, ah, look at that, my classmate is in that pit. That's the only hell. So those of you who say, I will see my friend. Hey, none know. You will see your friend. You will see your classmate. Total pitch black darkness. I came to warn you. I preached for people to get excited, but today God didn't allow me. He said, warn them. Many young people think life is a joke. Even at your level, SS or JSS, you have started debating the Bible. You have started saying it's not true. Everyone that says the Bible is not true, is a fool without an L. A fool without L. Your own is F-O-O-O-O-O to the infinity. Tell your friend, I hope you are not the one the pastor is talking about. I hope, I hope you are not the one. Many people that confuse us, when they are talking, they have no reference. But everything I'm telling you, I'm referencing it from a book. Don't listen to people who preach without reference. You can't say this thing I'm saying, you can find it here. But the Bible gives details. I don't care what you worship. It gives details. Don't let people deceive you. There are other books that have no reference, but this one. Everything I said, I'm giving you quotation. It means that it is something you can reference. Lamentation 3.6 talks about the darkness in hell. Young lady, why must you go to hell? Young man, why would you choose to go to hell? And number nine, it's a place without communication. How can you live without talking to somebody? What makes school exciting? Communication. Why is everybody on his phone? Communication. TikTok. YouTube. Facebook. Instagram. Papagram. Mamagram. You see everybody. If they allow people to bring phones now, nobody will go to say when you are traveling, everybody will see. Some people can do they will use their car to jam somebody's car. 
communication. People are showing their own pictures to communicate. Adults are showing their nude bodies. So communication is important. But there is a place where TikTok does not work. There is a place where there is no Instagram. There is a place where we don't have old guest association page. All forms of communications are cut off. Isaiah 24, 22. Everybody who is in hell is in a pit by himself. They drop you into that pit of fire. You can't see a friend. You can't see a brother. You can't see a classmate. Don't let us joke. You are cut off. In prison, theology, there is something called solitary confinement. When you are a notorious armed robber and you are arrested, one of the things they do is that they put you in a room by yourself without anybody. One day I went to a certain prison and they told me, this is the most notorious armed robber in Africa. I said, hey, I want to see him. Sixteen policemen followed me with guns to go. I thought the guy is some huge guy. When we went, some short pele man. And he is in a cubicle by himself. They don't allow him to talk to anybody. He doesn't come to the normal place where everybody converses. And I asked, they say he has killed four policemen. He has escaped prison from Benin, Togo, Amba, international arm robber. And I said to them, I want to talk to him. They say, sir, we give you five minutes. So even that five minutes is a risk. They brought this man out. He was not wearing shirt. He came back just there. And me and him sitting down and guns all over the place. Because he is an arm robber. And I told him, today they've kept you in confinement. But you can be free than people walking outside. When you give your life to Jesus, you have attained the greatest freedom of destiny. Turn to your neighbor and say, are you free? Are you free? Are you free? Are you free? If you don't know Jesus, no matter how, you can even fly like a witch. You are still not free. No communication. Can you live without talking to people? All this internet is about communication. But one day, you'll be in a pit by yourself. Some of you are not following Jesus because of friends. Because of your friends. But one day, there will not be any friend anywhere. You will be there alone. No father, no mother, no book. No communication. No mobile phone. And you will be there by yourself. No communication. Number 10. It's a place of horrible treatment from merciless demons. You see all the people that are sick. Demons. They give you hypertension. They give you this. They give you this. On earth, they may only give you sickness. But when you go to hell, you now come face to face. They are merciless. They are wicked. Terrible. And some of you don't know how demons look. Number one, they are disfigured. Reptile-like. Demons look like snakes. Huge and fearful. Hateful looking demons. Twisted, disgusting creatures. And their height is between 12 to 13 feet tall. Now the reason why they are like that is because they are made in such a way that when they are punishing you, you can't resist. I don't think there is anybody here who is seven feet. Never. But the demons are 12. So with their finger, they lift you. They hit you on the wall. 
when you, you scream, they laugh. They pick you again. Merciless demon. Merciless. People don't know. So, leave me. Me pa me kwa chapo. Me pa me kwa. Ade. Hell is so. Ye kwa. Me kwa. Me kwa dance. Eh. There's no instrument there. You are going to be there with merciless demons. Wicked demons. They can cut your body. They say they rip the body of people into pieces. Now, now, now look at look at some miracle that is in hell. Since death has been suspended, everything they do to you, you feel the pain, but you won't die. They can cut chop off your head, and your head will go round, round, and come back on top of you again. Just for you to go through a cycle of pain. They can rip your body apart. And then, after you scream, the body comes joins again. And that's how it's going to be. At the same time, fire is also burning you from another side. At the same time, maggots are coming out of you. Terrible, terrible. How long? Forever, till forever, till forever. Even if they say Jesus didn't die, I will still follow him. If they say there is no heaven, I will still follow Jesus. Young man, what are you doing? As little as you are, you have started reading books on Scientology. Telling you there is no hell. There is no heaven. You say you are a philosopher. Why is Socrates? Small, small girls. They will listen to preaching. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. You are in excess. You have a sugar daddy outside. Secret evil. Secret sins. And some of you, as young as you are, you have joined a secret society. You belong to a court. You call spirits. One day, the spirits will discipline you. They say, oh boy, make you come here now. Foolish boy now. You should have listened to that man of God. I came to warn you. I came to warn you. Run away. Something terrible is about to happen. Matthew 25, 41. Hell was prepared for demons. Number 11. A place of no name, no identity. Anybody that goes to hell is a nobody. Once you arrive, you are a president of Scandinavia. Oh, no, no, nobody knows you like that. You used to be a minister for octopus and tilapia. Nobody knows you like that. No matter, oh, I used to be a professor. Uh, what? Your titles are taken off. Your certificates are taken off. Hell is a place where no one has a name, title, status, or identity. You are totally forgotten like a trash. Ecclesiastes 6.4. He said their names are forgotten. Maybe right now, I see some, maybe we have a prefect here. Now when you are coming, people are giving you fans. When you go to prison, oh, when I was in Laboni, I used to be the school prefect. Now we'll check fans. Oh, they are more than call hell. When you land in that place, you know there is no proof there. Everybody in hell is treated like a mad god. You become gogomites. All these fine, fine girls using their wig to deceive us. Oh, you know, look at my nose. I look like Lady Nathanger. Sister Nathanger. When you go to hell, you have no name, you have no identity. You are not a prefect. You are not a prefect in house one. You are not a prefect in house two. You are not a prefect. Every title will be robbed of you. You become like trash. Why? 
The demons will make sure you are a nobody. They will make sure you are a nobody. No name, no identity. I pray for you that nobody here will go to hell. Let the amen be bigger. I said, I pray for you. Finally, number 12. In hell, there is nothing good. Do you know why? Everywhere that God is absent, there is nothing good there. Because everything that is good came from God. Without God, there is nothing good. God is absent. He's the reason for light. He's the reason for water. He's the reason for everything. James 1, 7. Every good gift comes from God. Now, there is no God in hell. So what kind of chilling are you going to chill there? There is no peace in hell. Because the prince of peace, who is Jesus, is absent. There is no way out. When you land in the hellfire, you can't run to the left. You can't run to the right. You can't right and front. There is no place. Why? Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Since he is not in hell, there is no way out of hell. There's no way out. But today, he is the way. You follow him, you can jump out of hell. But if you die without him, hell is a place of total hopelessness because Christ is the hope of this world. Without him, when you go to hell, there is no hope. So ladies and gentlemen, this is my message. I came to warn everybody. It will not be long Jesus is coming. All the Bible prophecies have come to pass. We are waiting for only just one. And that one is the rapture of the church. As I'm preaching, maybe tomorrow morning will not find all of us. Maybe tonight Jesus will come. Before you hear, pa, 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 pa. Those of us going to heaven will go, we will leave our shoes for you. All the school uniforms, take them and wear all of them. I know many masters Almost every teacher in this school may be raptured. No lecture, nothing. People, some of you, by the time you go home, your parents are gone. Sister, are you going or you remain? Ask your friend, are you going or you remain? God has been warning us. Number one, through our conscience. Pastor, me, nobody preach to me. Hey, listen to me. You have a conscience. God's spirit is in you. It tells you sometimes what you are doing is wrong, what you are doing is right. Listen to your conscience. That's one way. There are three ways God is warning everybody every day. Anytime you do evil, you see your coin. No, no, this one is right. That's God talking to. Number two, through his written word. Pastors come here. They preach. You read the Bible. You know about God. Number two, through the prophets. Preachers and prophets who have been here. How do I escape hell? Only one way. John 14 says, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one goes to the Father. Except he comes through me. If they give you the name of any religious leader, you are lost. As I'm standing here, from Accra to Cape Coast, it's only one road. If you pass here, you end up at Sugakope. Cape Coast is here. You can't say I'm going to Cape Coast, but I will choose any direction. You arrive in Benin and in Nigeria. There is only one way. One way. Now, how many of you here, without your annuals, can go to toilet? The day toilet comes out of your mouth, we will remove your name from the school register. We have seen a demon. There is only one way. Don't be deceived. 
I used to be a Muslim. My grandfather was an imam. He would call out that we should come and worship. But when I began to grow, I said, okay, no problem. Those, anybody can worship anything, but I will find out myself. I will find out. I won't sit down for somebody to tell me this is the way. No, no, I will find out myself. And when I found out, I saw that there are many ways, but Jesus is there. One major gate. What do you open? From Pumam, you better Nobody can make it to heaven and avoid hell, except to pass through Jesus. You are here. You are listening to me. You are a teacher. You are whatever. Listen to me. I'm talking to you as an individual without titles. I can call myself a pastor. If I don't live right, I may end up. There are prophets in hell. There are pastors in hell. There are presidents in hell. There are ministers in hell. There are students in hell. There are mothers in hell. There are children in hell. But tonight, I came to warn you. You can take your name out of the list of those going to hell by accepting Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. The rich man said, please, send men. I wonder why he didn't say, Abraham, tell that my brother that I have $100,000 in my Dubai account. He forgot about everything. He didn't tell them that, hey, I have two houses in this Lego. Share it among my brother. When you get closer to the gate of hell, your priorities change. Your priorities. Some of you say everything. And some of these young girls celebrities like Beyonce and other useless girls who have opened themselves naked today. A girl can go to television and say, panties. Not for interview. Miss whatever. Miss whatever. Miss Sacramento or whatever, whatever. And they are on Instagram. And young girls are watching them. Hey, I want to be like this one. I want to be Miss 92, Miss 93, Miss 94. If this is your vision, it's a useless waste of vision. Your vision. I want to be with Jesus one day. I want to make it to heaven one day. I want to make it to heaven one day. Stop following useless people. And some of us guys, our role models are this. American mad singers. Total madness. Where are you going with this nonsense? Where are you going with this nonsense? And most of them are demonized. Michael Jackson, when he was a young man, he used to go to church. After some time, Michael Jackson backslided. He won't sing in the church anymore. He's now singing R&B. He's singing to demons. He's singing to things. Before his 50th birthday, I was in Europe. He was going to do the biggest show at the O2 Arena. I was there. I saw young people from Belgium, Germany. They bought tickets. Hey, we are going for Michael's legacy concert. The whole Europe was vibrating. Few days before the concert, Michael Jackson began to feel something in his body. Michael is now sick. Michael is now sick. Michael Jackson wrote that he wants to live to be 150 years old. He said 150. The Bible says 120. He said he wants to be 150. Do you know what he did? He hired 72 doctors. He has 72 doctors and 12 dietitians. Before he would eat, they would take his food and put it through MRS machine to check bacteriology and wemiology. 
The man was rich. He could pay for everything. He had human beings. Are you listening to me? He has bought their body parts. It's like my nice guys here. Michael will buy your nose. He will buy your ear. He will buy your two eyes. Do you know why? He says, anytime you go to the hospital and they say, he needs an eye. He has already bought your eye. So they come and pluck your eye and put it there. There are human beings that Jackson has used money to buy their body parts. The man was rich. He has doctors who come and check him every morning. And yet, he felt sick and they couldn't help him. A man of God sent him a message. Jackson, a man of God is calling you. Will you go and see the pastor? His administrator told them, no. After we finish the show in Europe, Michael Jackson will come and see you. Two weeks before the show, he died. He did not even live to be 50 years old. Do you think tomorrow is yours? Do you think you have opportunity to finish school? Me, when I see the signs, I know soon and very soon, Jesus is coming. I don't go out Saturday night, but because of you, I came out. Because there are some precious students here that Jesus must save. Enough of the foolishness, enough of the buffoonery, enough of the stupidity. Every life you choose will send you somewhere. It's not like Charlie. You didn't create yourself. You didn't create yourself. If you choose to do what you like, you will end up in hell. The devil was created by God. He decided to rebel. Today, his future has been decided. Today, I came to talk to my brothers and sisters. When I was like you, at the age of 19, I was going to secondary school. And they said we should do a medical checkup. When I went, the doctor said, hey, young man, your liver has failed. At the age of 19, 20, I had liver failure. And he said, go home and die. That's what the doctor told me. Go home and die. But it's been 33 years. I'm still jumping around. I'm still moving around. Do you know why? I came out of the hospital. I lifted my hands. I said, Jesus. I've been serving you. I don't chase girls. I don't drink at all. I don't go to disco. Those chasing girls are jumping. How can me serving you die? The liver problem disappeared. God gave me two brand new kidneys. And I've been jumping like a tennis ball since. Because when you give your life to Jesus, he will heal you. When you give your life to Jesus, he will prosper you. When you give your life to Jesus, he will make you a success. I've seen people who, who failed their papers. DD, FF, after prayer, it changed to AA. What are you talking about? Jesus is a miracle worker. He can work miracles. Some of you are sick today. You are wearing glasses. You won't wear the glasses anymore. Today he will heal your eyes for you. I see about 27 girls. You are having menstrual problems. Menses. When your menses come, it's like you are about to give birth. I command that pain to leave your body now. In the name of Jesus. And only Jesus can heal. And only Jesus can save. Today I came to warn you. If you know that if you die tonight. Heaven. It's not where you are going. Then it behoves on you. Take that decision today. Tomorrow may be too late. Finally, a young guy was invited to church. He's called Peter, brother Peter. Peter, come to church. He said, tomorrow, tomorrow. One Sunday will pass. Peter, let's go for us to meet. Ah, tomorrow, tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. He's like many, many, many. Tomorrow, Peters are sitting here. One day, Peter went to church. Are you listening to me? That day, people were dancing. And Peter used to like a lot of dancing. 
They were looking for brother Peter in front. Peter couldn't dance. They said somebody shout. Peter couldn't shout. What is happening to Peter? The pastor preached. Peter was in church, but he didn't hear the message. It was Peter's own funeral that was being celebrated in the church. The day Peter went to church, he was in a coffin. He said he wouldn't go to church whilst he was alive. When he died, they took him to church. But tell your friend, go now that you are alive yourself. Go. Go now. So, in conclusion, today I want to see some people who are wise, who can take a wise decision. Everybody close your eyes. Don't look at a friend. You didn't come here. Some of you, you are here, you are even suffering school fees. Your friend can't pay for you. Think about your life. Some of your friends, when you need shelter, they give you the hot one, then they keep the cool one. Nobody likes you than Jesus. Focus on him. Focus on him. I want you to ask yourself a question. Don't look at your friend. Don't look at your mother. Don't look at the type of church you go. I didn't come here to preach about church. I came to talk to you about Jesus. One day there will not be any church anywhere. There won't be any church. Churches are good. It's a place where all of us were trained. I'm a pastor of a church. But a church is not the reason why I will go to heaven or hell. What will decide is my faith in Jesus. Close your eyes. Are you willing to go to a place without water? Are you willing to go to a place where the heat is 12,000 degrees Celsius? Can you survive it? If you are not willing, today I want you to take a decision. Today, if you are here, you want to say, Pastor, by what you are saying, hell there is not my place. I'm going to avoid it by all means. I want you to surrender your life to Jesus. Jesus is the only way. Only way. Only way. Right now, I want to see those of you who make that quality decision and say, Jesus, today, I want to be your daughter. I want to be your son. Forgive me all my sins. Wherever you are sitting, you want to make it to heaven and avoid hell. Lift up your right hand. Close your eyes. Don't look at anybody. We are not joking here. Maybe even in the church you belong to a fellowship. That's not what I'm talking about. Maybe you belong to the school choir. That's not what I'm talking about. Are you sure today? In case tomorrow we are told. That guy in form 2. Class D class is there. Are we sure where you are going to be? Look at yourself. God bless you for lifting your hands. At least be truthful to yourself once. You have attended many church services. But you know that you are on your way to hell. All those of you, you with your hands lifted. With your hands lifted. For the first time in your life, get serious about your life. With your hand lifted, God bless you for being sincere. Jesus has seen your hands. If your hand is lifted, only those who have lifted their hands, stand on your feet. I want to pray for you. If your hands are not lifted, don't stand. And if you lifted your hands, I want you to move forward. I want to see you eyeball to eyeball. You want to give your life to Jesus. Come. Today is serious matter. It's not the joking we have been joking. Where do you go to church? I am a Methodist. I am a Presbyterian. I am a church of Pentecost. That is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about those who want to make it to heaven and to avoid hell.
you prepared? Are you prepared? That one day, if the trumpet sound, my mother is serving Jesus for me. You are lying. Your mother can't serve God for you. I belong to Esu. Hey, Esu people are not going to heaven. It's those whose sins have been forgiven. Don't say you are a child. Don't say you are a child. You know yourself the kind of things you have been doing. If you die tonight, you will not make it. I beg you, my brother, my sister, all the 4,000 and so people in the school, how many of you can put your hand on your chest and say, if I die today, if I die today, if I die today, I am a heavenly candidate. I told you I'm a Muslim boy. Jesus saved me. I was lost. When the zone was fighting, fighting until Jesus came to my life. Anything you follow, you are lost. I am the way. I am the way. To lift your hands and surrender totally to Jesus. All the foolish things must stop. Lift your hands and surrender. All my fine girls. You, you may even be preaching in the school, but you are not born again. You are living in sin. Don't we hold anything? Take up Jesus. And then I jam my brother Lord. Come into my life. Sing a song. Sing a song. And I surrender my song. Lift it, lift it as I render. Your Lord is surrounded your life to Jesus. This pianism will not help you. It will take you to hell. Lord, I surrender, Lord. Everybody that lives and says, Me, I will have been an alliance. I've changed. I follow you, Jesus. Don't be serious. I give to you. Now listen to me. Jesus is knocking everybody's door. Your heart has a door. He knocked my door many years ago. I opened the door. I used to have two friends when I was young. One is called Eric. The other one is called Kojo Keys. Eric will not follow up to church. He one day went to disco. As he was dancing, somebody took up his coolie hat. He took his shoe. He hit the guy. The guy took Coca-Cola bottle and hit him. He had internal bleeding. He died three days later. I had only two friends. Now I'm friendless. I don't have a friend. All my two friends are dead. We were between 16, 17, and 15 years of age. The other one, Kojon Safwa, went to Sobe for vacation classes job. He fell on the Sobe machine. 
The machine cut him into two. Life is very dangerous without Jesus. Don't be a fool. Don't, don't surrender your life to worldly things. Following people. Today, put your hands on your heart. You are going to say, Jesus, come into my heart. I don't want to be like that rich man that died and went to hell. The day you go to hell, your father can save you. Nothing can save you. Put your hands on your chest. Put your left hand on your chest and lift up your right hand. Lift up your hand. Today is a serious business. If I catch anybody standing somewhere talking, I'm going to fire you wherever you are standing. People are making a decision. You can stand and play nonsense. And one day you ever regret that you were in this meeting. We didn't spend all this money, almost 50,000 to come here to joke with you. It's a matter of death and life. Your, your heart can cease pumping tonight. You have seen many students die. When I was in school, I buried most of my friends. Don't say you are a student. Lift up your hands. Let there be quietness in this place. Even if you are part of the church people that came, that doesn't mean you will go to heaven. That doesn't mean you will go to heaven. The only way is when your sins are forgiven. Everybody here, I want you to know Jesus loves you. That's why he's sending me to come and talk to you. The rich man said, send somebody. That's why I came. Lift up your right hand. Pray this prayer out of your heart. Close your eyes. Don't look at anybody. You will not die together. Even if you are twins, you will not die one day. Lift up your hands and shout after me. Say, Jesus. Jesus. Say for the second time. Say, Jesus. Jesus. Say for the third time. Say, Jesus. Jesus. You know, the Bible says, whosoever shall call upon his name. That's why I've let you call the name three times. Shall be saved. And I'll say, Lord. Lord. I am a sinner. I am a sinner. I was born in sin. I was born in sin. I live in the world of sin. I live in the world of sin. Please forgive me. Please forgive me for my sins. For my sins. My disobedience. My disobedience. My bad life. Bad life. Wash me. Wash, Wash me. Clean. Clean. By your blood. By your blood. Wash me. Wash me. Clean. Clean. By your blood. By your blood. Lord. Lord. I believe. I believe. With all my heart. With all my heart. That you die to save me. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. I repent of all my sins. From today, I will live holy. I will live in righteousness. Awaiting your second coming. Lord, please write my name. Write my name. Write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. And Lord. And Lord. Fill me. Fill me. With your Holy Spirit. With your Holy Spirit. Help me serve you. Help me serve you. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. So I will not miss the rapture. So I will not miss the rapture. Devil. Devil. I want you to know. I want you to know. I don't belong to you. I don't belong to you. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. And today. And today. I'm making a U-turn. I'm making a U-turn. Devil. Devil. Take away your bad life. Take away your, bad Take away your dark life. Take away your dark life. I'm, not I'm not serving you anymore. From today, I commit my life, I commit my life. Totally, for Jesus. totally for Jesus. I won't go to hell. I, go to hell. I am a candidate of heaven. Candidate. Thank you, Jesus, Thank you, Jesus. For, saving me. for saving me. Amen. Amen. Lift your hands and thank him. Open your mouth and thank say thank you, Jesus. Lord. Thank you, Jesus. For sending the man of God to talk to me about hell. Thank you, Jesus. He has shown me if I make a mistake and I die without Jesus, this is where I'm going to end up my life. For millions of millions of years, some of you are in school for only three years, you are tired. The Ben and my graduating. 
in hell you don't graduate forever to forever thank the Lord take a quality decision tomorrow is Sunday if there is any church service anywhere in campus run to the place and go and learn about Jesus and your life and destiny will never be the same now lift up your hands Father I pray for everyone standing at the altar keep them in the faith keep them in the spirit none of them will backslide the day the last trumpet will sound all these people gathered here will go to heaven together anybody in any wrong addiction I break the power of satanism over their life I break the power of lesbianism over their life masturbation go fornication and all kinds of sexual perversion let the power be broken 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 Young people who are addicted to alcohol, addicted to sex, addicted to pornography. Father, deliver them. Deliver them. Deliver them. Deliver them. Take us from every wrong behavior. Those that are addicted to stealing. Those that the devil is using. Who are spirit of witchcraft. Father, we pray for deliverance. Count everybody here. And give us access to the kingdom of God. Oh Lord, we honor you. We honor you. Heal everyone that is sick. Deliver every student. In the mighty name of Jesus. We pray with thanksgiving. Somebody shout amen. Amen. Lift your hands. Let me pray for you. This semester, your results will be the best. Listen to me. One day we will sit together in a meeting where Jesus will be sitting on the top of the table and we'll be having dinner with Jesus together. Who is going to be there? God bless you. Say, Lord, I promise you I will serve you all the days of my life. Take in your presence. I'm going to pray for miracles for you. There is nothing you cannot do. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Lord, I stand amazed. I stand amazed in your presence. Wave your hands. If you have gotten a seat, wave your hands. Hallelujah. There is joy, peace, and hope. the 4,000 students, wave your hands. Those of you on top of the building, I can see you. Give me a wave. Give me a wave on top of the building, yes. Wherever you are, wave your hands and celebrate Jesus. Jesus see you. If you are sick, lift up your hands. Sickness in your eye, 
find out where the sickness is and put your right hand there. God is going to touch your body right now. Some of you are having difficulty in understanding when you read. You, you are going to lay hands on your head. God is going to touch your brains. You won't fail mathematics anymore. You won't fail your science subjects anymore. The miracle working power of God is about to touch you. Our time is up, but I just want to pray for you. Today I can't take testimonies. I'll come back again and do only miracle service. And pray for miracles. And you see, because of our time, just put your hands where you need a miracle. Father, when I pray, you hear. I command every sickness in this place. Come out of their bodies. Those who have problem in their eye, let the eye begin to see clarity. Amen. Menstrual issues. Be healed. Amen. Deaf ear in the right ear and the left ear. Open. Jesus. People with breathing problems. Asthma. Go, 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 yes, go, go, yes, go. Lord. I command the pain in your head. Yes. The pain in your leg. Amen. Everywhere there is pain in your body. Come out of your Jesus body. Name. Stomach ache. Yes. Migraine. Go, go, Amen. go, go. Amen. I rebuke every pain in your body. All the demons behind the afflictions. Jesus. Some of you in the night, demons are chasing you. Mm. Today, no more bad dreams. No Amen. more bad dreams. Amen. I command all those devils, come out of your Jesus body. Jesus' name. Everyone being tormented by demons Jesus. in their dreams. Come out of your body. Jesus. Every sickness on top of your head to the sole of your feet. Mm. Be healed. Amen. Be healed. Amen. Be healed. Amen. Be healed. Amen. The pain go now. Yes. yes go now. Yes. Lord. Go now. Yes. Pass out of Jesus. their body. Pass out and go. Yes, Lord. Pass out and Jesus. go. Now I pray for your academics. Yes. From today, when you pick a book and you read, mm. understanding will be clear. Amen. Understanding will be clear. Amen. You are passing all your papers into the university Amen. of your choice. Amen. You are passing all your papers into the university of your choice. Amen. Every curse that have followed you from your family, Jesus. I break the curse in the name Amen. of Jesus. I break the curse in the name Amen. of Jesus. I break, 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 break. Set them loose. Yes, Lord. Every spirit of failure that has followed you, that spirit breaks you free in the name Amen. of Jesus. Amen. Those wearing glasses, God is opening your eye. Yes, Lord. May your eye, blurry eyes, be clear. Blurry Amen. eyes, be clear. Amen. Anybody here with sickle cell? Any SS patient here, no I declare in 72 hours, your blood genotype changes to A, 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 A. Some of you have been bound from eating certain types of food. Jesus. I break that curse over your life. Amen. Be free today. Amen. Jesus heals you. Yes, Lord. I pray for your brains. Thank you, Jesus. May God change your brains. Yes, Lord. May God give you sharp brains, sharp brains, mathematical brains, scientific brains, English brains, business brains, as brains. May your brain be touched. From today, your results change from DF to AABC. AAB, A plus, B plus, A plus, B plus. And when it is time for you to choose a university, may you get the school of your choice. I pray for you. May the Lord bless you. Yes. May the Lord keep you. Amen. May the Lord give you success. Yes, Lord. You will never be sick at exam time again. Amen. This semester you will perform very well. Amen. Those of you struggling with school fees, hey, money is coming to pay Amen. all your debt. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. From tonight, if you pick your Bible or any book when you are reading, it will be clear. It will be clear. Amen. It will be clear. Amen. It will be clear. Amen. I bless you. Yes, I bless the headmaster yes. or the headmistress. Yes. I bless all the teachers. Yes. Every teacher teaching be blessed. Yes. May your families be blessed. Amen. All the people cooking in the pantry, uh, matron, uh, whatever, all the prophets, may the Lord bless you. All the guest prophet, men prophet, compound prophet, every prophet in the school, be blessed, be blessed, be blessed, be blessed. Amen. All the security men in the church, be blessed. Amen. And all the students, nobody dies in this school until you're finished. Amen. May the Lord keep you. And this service time, when our results come, let it be a record-breaking results. Amen. Amen. God bless you. See you another time. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe your needs were met and every word kept you in closer fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Want more? Find us on Facebook by searching Holy Hill Chapel AG or Reverend Kojo Boatendempa. Or you can join our Supernatural Generation family. You can also subscribe on YouTube by searching Kojo Boatendempa for our video messages to further boost your faith. We look forward to hearing your testimony through any of our social media handles on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter.